Hello and welcome to the podcast. Pastor Frank here again. Boy, it's amazing how the years have gone by and I was sharing with Paul, the producer, director, and if you're ever interested in doing a podcast, I highly recommend him. Uh, it's going on almost four years uh, in August that we have been together since 19 and a lot of podcasts and great listening and viewing audience and thank you very much. Know that you are in my prayers, people that I will never see or meet or know, but I'm praying for the unseen and unknown and I know God is anointing this word and touching your heart. So this 10 weeks, uh, we have been studying about the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. And this is such an important cornerstone to the faith. If you don't believe he rose from the dead and that he's alive and just was a phantom and some other craziness that we hear, you know, your, your faith is off, you lose power in your faith, and really it's not truth. Truth is that he rose from the dead. So we're going to look today at uh, the Gospel of Luke, the resurrection scene, the first five verses. It says, now on the first day uh, of the week, very early in the morning, they came to the sepulcher bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher, and they entered in and found not the body of Jesus, the Lord Jesus, it says. And it came to pass that as they were uh, much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? And that's what I want to talk about over these next few minutes, is why do you seek the living among the dead? Jesus is not, Christianity is not a religion. It is not like other religions. Their leaders and founders really are dead. And you won't find Jesus in that group. That tomb is empty. He rose from the dead. And they knew something had happened. First of all, they didn't know how they were going to roll the stone away. But we know that an earthquake or something of that nature rolled it away. But these two shining men, I believe, were angels. And the big question is, why are you looking for the living among the dead? He's not going to be found in a tomb. That tomb is empty. And so I encourage you in your faith walk to really examine your heart and, and really ask yourself, and this is something that I've done, you know, do I treat Jesus as if he's dead or do I really treat him as if he's living? And even though doctrine can be correct, and you say, of course I know he's alive, you know. No, no, no. I mean a living faith, that you are really walking with him, that he is with you, that he's, he's your advocate, it says in, in, in Scripture. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ. He's your intercessor. He, you know, he ever lives to make intercession for you, it says in Hebrews. He knows how to save to the uttermost those who come to God by him. Do you come boldly to his throne of grace, it says in Hebrews 4. You know, obtaining help and mercy, grace in time of need. This is because you believe he's alive. You, you wouldn't do that if you just had this vague doctrine that says, well, he rose from the dead on the third day. No, I am believing God wants us to have this powerful faith in the living Christ, 
bodily resurrected from the dead, because of the days we're living, as they wax worse and worse, we will shine brighter and brighter. But there will be some persecution. But if you really believe that God raised Jesus from the dead, you're, you're going to be walking with him from a living point of view versus uh, a doctrinal or religious point of view. Religion won't save. And believe me, I know I was very religious. I got delivered out of religion. And religion is just something that you do repetitively, and it forms a pattern. You know, you can religiously brush your teeth every, teeth every morning as soon as you get out of bed. No, I'm not talking about just a rote kind of a... I wouldn't even call that faith. That's, that's religion. That's not relationship. But what I'm talking about is where whenever you are involved in a crisis, whenever you're involved with your children, your grandchildren, your job, your health, you have a living Christ to consult, to obtain wisdom and help and, you know, cry out to him and ask him to save you from this or to pray for you. You know, I love the thought of him ever living, praying and giving me grace and help. And he's merciful. And if we sin, it says, if we confess our sin to him, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. We say we don't have sins. We're liars. Everybody misses the mark, unfortunately. And believe me, I've tried to be perfect. And in my flesh, I can't do it. But by the Spirit, I can. And because of his death, burial, and resurrection, he's helped me cross the finish line. Amen? And he'll do the same for you. But it's in all these areas that you need a living Christ. You need to seek for him among the living. You know, almost as if you can see him being with you. And, and when you walk with that kind of faith that he has risen from the dead, this is what they walked in in the first century. And when the persecution got really bad and the Roman Empire got worse and worse and took it out on the Christian, some of them were, were willing to lay down their life for their faith. And I don't know if we'll be called to that. But I would encourage you, this is the time. To, to build your faith, to prepare yourself for what lies ahead. Ask for God to equip you for whatever he's called you to do. These are the things that I do. I don't know what the future holds, but I do know that I'm praying, that I'm equipped, that I'm ready, gifted, that I've studied, that the word is abiding in me, and that I have a word for the people when I step out of whatever place I'm in, into what he wants me to do. And he's continuing to transform my life, and different things are opening up to me. So I don't really know what it's going to go on, but I know who holds the future, and I know that I must always believe that he's alive and, and he's got it. And when I believe that, I'm not afraid, and I really am kind of excited. And so what I encourage you to do is to really go for it. Go for the relationship with the living Lord. Don't seek you know, living among the dead. He will show you the job, the marriage, the home, the finances. He will make everything perfectly clear because he's alive and among us and he's working and his angels will work for us. You just have to call upon him and, and look and seek and you will find. Oh, he's a living God. This is exciting. Please make an effort to go to my website, frankjulianministries.com. We have all kinds of new and exciting things, my audiobook, my life story that I, I'll read to you, or um, my other two books I put together with a bridge, and that is really exciting. It's a new book we have out. Everything else, and please tell a friend about the program. Let's, let's grow the listening audience, and send me a line at frankjulian5 at gmail.com. And if you have a prayer request, we have a prayer team. God has put a lot of things in place, and it's all for you. Amen? Well, God bless you, and thank you for tuning in. Tune in next week and tell a friend about the program. Bye for now. 
On behalf of Frank Julian Ministries, we want to say thank you so much for listening. We upload podcasts every Thursday on Roku, YouTube, and audio podcasts. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. If you need prayers or are seeking a prayer community, we're here for you. Come join us on our Facebook page, Love, Prayers, and Healing Podcasts with Pastor Frank. See you next week.